0: The City of Angels is black and gold. You're listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacher.
1: greetings los angeles welcome to episode 297 of the heart of laoc podcast first we're going to call it earn it for very obvious reasons as you know the boys definitely need to earn it after a very difficult leg one frustrating leg one but there is hope thanks to denny mwanga and we will definitely get into that of course we can't get into this episode without bringing in our crew today we have tony back in the mix tony how you
2: doing what's going on you guys doing pretty well excited for in two days the final champ final game for champions league and hopefully we take away that cup and repeat the first round of what we did to leon
1: (laughs) there we go revenge 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 and of course for the first time ever we have luke clip on from pride republic he is the president and the lgbt podcast that's right. He's here. Welcome, Luke, onto the pod.
0: Thanks so much, Joseph. It's awesome to be here. I have been a diehard listener of the Heart of LAFC podcast for six years now. And it is awesome to actually get to be on this show with the legend, Joseph Zacker, and Tony, who is now just over 100 episodes with the show.
1: We got experience. We're long in the tooth. That is for certain. Thank you, man, for, for that. Uh, no, it's it's been a blast. It's been a great run. Um, the beautiful part of this is we always get to run across amazing people in our community. That's probably the biggest thing is just new faces, new to the game in many cases. Been around a long time, but this is the club that 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 caught on. Um, and at the end of the day, it, it's always been a blast, especially like today when we get to have you come on and, and learn about how things are going and, uh, celebrate another pride month. So I'm going to hand it over to you. Tell me what is going on.
2: Me? For Luke, pride month? Luke. Oh, Luke. I was like, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we have a few things going on, which we're going to get into in the community news with mm-hmm. those segment. Uh, but this is LGBTQ pride month. And I will say that. Normally for me it's kind of like all right cool we're gonna you know we're gonna queer it up a little bit we're gonna get some rainbows out and throw some flags around for a couple weeks but I'm gonna just tell you you know I've been doing this show LGBTFC for the last year we do a little news segment on ours about sort of what's going on with the LGBT community and it's been kind of rough the last four five six months not gonna lie so you know what this year it's feeling like uh-uh we're not just bringing the flags out like we are representing we are being visible. We're asking all of our allies and friends to represent and be visible because it is so important right now for so many people. So we'll get into it a little bit more later in mm-hmm. news and notes, but very excited for this Pride Month with LAFC, 3252 and Pride Republic.
1: I uh, mean, yeah, we are, we are definitely at a point where it needs to be Pride Day, right? Every day uh, where everything is under attack. There's no, no doubt about it. We've gone to places uh, that we didn't think we'd go down. Right. I mean, recently it's been it's it's been a regression, you know, and so we we, we get that. Uh, we can't wait to see what what's next on our end and what we can do to help. Always, always and forever. Uh, but, you know, I wanted to ask you, uh, how are things with the LGBT uh, podcast? How's the experience so far since you've you've gotten into the potting uh, game here?
0: In the potting game. Well, first yeah. I would say, I don't know how y'all do it every freaking week. I, I'm <laughs> like, every other week I'm like, okay, okay, what do I mean? I got to get a guest. I got to put together a show. I got to like edit this thing, put it out. Yeah, we just did our 29th episode with Lori Lindsay, the U.S. Women's National Team midfielder who is an Olympian, World Cup player, Uh, now a host on MLS, Apple TV, and CBS's NWSL broadcast. She was amazing. Uh, Our episode, we actually did two episodes this week. The one just prior to that, we had on a sister of perpetual indulgence. So for our Dodgers faithful, you may know why we would have had on a sister. And she shared like some of the history of that organization, which was founded on Easter Sunday in 1979. Uh, Pretty cool background, history, some storytelling. So, you know, we're just, we're really about the culture. And honestly, Joseph, I didn't understand the soccer culture until this club came along. And being a part of this and growing into it and recognizing the place that the LGBTQ community has as part of it has been life-changing for me. So I felt it was important to be able to give back with the podcast that we do with LGBTFC Our next episode next week is going to be our second ever in Spanish. Uh, entirely in Spanish. We're going to have a guest on from Leon, a supporter of Leon, a guest of LAFC. We always like to have guests from away teams, uh, our our home team. So we really try to sort of bring it in terms of the cultural conversation. So it's been quite an experience. We've done some international episodes. We had on a former player who came out when he was playing professionally for Myrtle Beach 10 years ago. So, you know, we're we're just having a good time, man
1: i couldn't imagine pulling off a, a spanish episode yeah that would be that would uh, i don't be know how i'm gonna edit brilliant. it
0: i don't know how i'm gonna edit it
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, gonna,
0: just gonna put that out there but i will but i will
1: <laughs> i know i know you will and it, it's always clean it, it's it's again well well managed you know not like us we're pretty crazy on this and we're like hey did it record air it you know, I mean, we're, we're as simple as again. We're a live show. We go with live, and whatever happens, happens. But with yours, yeah, the fit and finish is there. It's looking good. It's it's great having all these new faces on, um, changing the game. I mean, honestly, and and, and keep doing it because we we love to see it. You know, as long as the pod the pod fam keeps growing, we know we're doing the right thing. And so, uh, I know we we both got a chance to jump on this last week, right, for the super pod. How the did super you like pod?
0: that? Joseph, I will not forget the look you gave me when I said over on 12 saves for McCarthy across two games. I was the one person said over, and after his five saves this last game, I still think it's possible. <laughs> but everyone looked at me like I was crazy, and I was like, uh-uh, this guy's going to have to make a lot of saves.
1: <laughs> Sadly, you're on point here. You know, it, it's scary to me. If if we are in that situation, I, I don't know, man. Uh it might take overtime to get to that, but it, it could definitely happen. I'm just hoping that we, we, we fix that. We'll, we'll definitely get into that as, the, as the we'll part continues. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I did want to thank you cause I know that you are, you're traveling. You're out in Palm Springs, uh, again, taking care of business and visiting friends and family and, and and taking out the time to do this is is a big big deal. So welcome on, sir. Let's get into that football, of course, and then when we get into community. Yeah, we'll definitely go in. Uh, Tony, anything else you want to add in before we jump into the show and getting into the, getting into the football?
2: Um, nothing. I'm just like I said, happy to have that pod. I love listening to it just to get a different perspective on something. I have, you know, no idea on something like that because of you know, where I've, I've grown up and stuff like that. So it's always a good to see the culture in different aspects. And that's what I love about the pod family is you get a different viewpoint that you would probably wouldn't get. Cause you're so sometimes, sorry to say people are stuck in their ways and they're very creatures of habit. So.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And I forgot to ask how old is pride, pride Republic.
0: Pride Republic has been around since the start of the club. So my very first LAFC experience with other people was going to an away game watch party with pride republic before we even played a single game at bank california stadium at the time uh and i was like what the heck is this why are there all these lgbtq people cheering on a soccer team in major league soccer i was blown away by the experience and uh yeah they had me hooked from the beginning had me hooked hooked hooked
1: and now and now leading it and uh and now I'm the
0: president.
1: yeah welcome to the president's club man it's a different world right <laughs> that's oh, good <laughs> good to have you on i mean it's it, it again the progress made it, it's been brilliant um are you gonna feel the team when the supporters cup comes up
0: Uh, I think we usually try to Uh, typically through our, our friends over at the West Hollywood soccer club that we have a pretty close relationship with. And anyone who's played them in the past knows don't mess with them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't think you're going up against a bunch of people who are going to roll over. They are competitive. Uh, That is not me. I am not a soccer player, but they will, they will fight.
1: Yeah. I, 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 it was fun to watch last time out. That's sure. That's for sure. So uh, yeah, looking forward to that as well. Again, the more, more it builds the more, the better it is. I see Araceli is jumping on here. So we're going to get her into the mix before we get into the football. So Araceli, welcome back.
2: She's awake, gentlemen. She's, She's awake. Revived.
1: She's here. <laughs> welcome. Araceli.
3: In all fairness, Tony, I always do ask you to at least call me beforehand to make sure I am up. <laughs> but no, I I'm just glad I was able to make it on tonight, and of course, especially that we have Luke on. I definitely needed to be on. It's definitely to hear from you know like his perspective and just everything, LAFC. So welcome to the show, Luke, and yeah, let's get into it.
1: <laughs> no doubt here we go i'd wish i had happier news when we get into the football here but hey it, you know sometimes reality has to has to check in and and, and get us going so uh, let's get right to it ccl final leg one not what anybody was expecting unless you did a lot of homework on leon right uh, but definitely it was a bit of a rude awakening early for us uh 2-1 of course we lost this thing got lucky towards the end there and got a good counter-attack but Ultimately, it was a battle. Now, what we talked about on the Superpod, what the setup was going to be for our side, pretty typical as to what we expected, right? Long and Maldonado were in the center because players just aren't healthy to replace them. Hollings had and Palacios left and right. No shock there. Midfield as well. We weren't sure about Acosta. Well, neither was De- Charandolo. right? So there goes that. Uh, up top, of course, Vela, Apoku, and Boanga. We did have that debate, of course, about whether Opoku or Bogush would get the start. Well, we got ourselves a Poku, and I know we've got a lot of debate on that on that move because he did not have the greatest of games. Now, here's the real story. We thought we were going to get Leon with the 4-3-3 common setup, go back and forth, get crazy. They changed things up on us, definitely, and tried to do an overload of the midfield, and let's uh, be honest, it worked uh what they lined up was basically uh cota in goal to frias and uh barrero in the back they had Ambris and romero holding the central midfield uh with moreno and moreno both sides of it okay and then Mena and Davila came inward this time rather than staying out wide and played behind alvarado as a target man what did this do it clogged the midfield and overloaded the three that we had that requires a lot of extra work when you have that kind of a midfield and if they're not clicking on all cylinders which ours were not uh you get what you see early on and so from what we saw from the first minute was us hanging on for dear life trying to survive and sadly it didn't it didn't work early and guys I'm going to throw this to you Tony what's the one thing I warned about before this before this match happened what was the one thing that I that that worried me the most and I even mentioned it on the superpod
2: I don't remember at this moment. We dead
1: balls. Dead balls. Dead balls. I'm like, dead look, balls. you got to defend it. You got to take it serious. It feels like a kid's thing. Like, really? That's the thing. It's Leon. It's what they do. They know how to set plays. They know how to break you apart on this. They know how to find the open guy on a dead ball. And the one guy that talked the most, that had the most to say, was the guy that got beat for it. <laughs> karma right so that's where we're at tony i'm going to throw this to you now that we know the lineup and what we had to deal with give us the highlights and the low lights sir
2: uh, let's start with the low lights because literally it was a low lights throughout the whole game um eighth minute leon with william with william to with a header in the center box the right corner assisted by mena and we had an extra four minutes and um Ernesto was like, Watch, or I think you or Ernesto told me because Ernesto told me for the other one, was Watch, they're going to be this is enough Probably. extra time to score another goal. And yeah. it was a PK goal by uh, Mena who scored this with the help of Hollingshead with his arm out like he's trying to check somebody. Um, unfortunately for him, the ball was headed down to get hit into his head to be called a handball. That's why it was called a handball. And we go into the first half go- down 2 0. And it didn't get any better um, for the second (laughs) half. Let's just be honest. We should have been down 5-0. And, oh, this miracle run would have been crazy at the bank if we had to score six goals in order to win. But a lot of offsides, callback games, saves by McCarthy twice in one play. And with all that said and done, in the 90th minute, in the 96th minute, um, Dennis Buanga or Denise Bunwonga, uh with the goal that pretty much helped us. And I thought we we're going to have to go into, with this goal, it was going to be flashbacks to 2020 when we had to play Leon and had to win 3-0. Now we just have to win 2-0 or buy a goal ahead of them in order to move forward. And that was actually with the assist by uh, Bogus and Palencia, if I remember right, on the on the wing running down too. Bogus had like a little tip-tap, but it was – Honestly, the, the person you should focus on for that play was Palencia, literally taking the ball from our side and just taking it down the byline all the way for the cross.
1: And, of course, Maldonado sacrificing himself on that play to get the first pass off. I know they were screaming, it's a foul, it's a foul. Well, not really. Your guy threw in on this thing. He he, he went full tilt on, the, on a finished pass, but somebody had to stick their leg out and get the job done. Uh, but I give it to Maldonado, especially how the drama he was dealing with in this game to even start that off. Yeah, brilliant all around on the goal. It really was. It was. It was hard work. But that's how counters work. And and uh, my takeaway from what I saw is is if our counter was working a little bit better, if we're making wiser decisions on the pass, especially looking at Apoku, looking at Ilye, uh, looking at Sifuentes if they were just a little bit more decisive on their passes, a little more energy behind it, we would have gotten more. The openings were there because they were taking risks like crazy in this game because they they weren't threatened. They didn't feel threatened by our midfield in this game. And it it cost us. It cost us big time. Luke, while you were watching this thing, what were your impressions?
0: I didn't recognize the team on the field, honestly. It was like we couldn't complete a pass. We couldn't – where was the possession where we could get, you know, 8, 10, 12 passes strung together? And maybe we don't have quite the finishing touch, but we at least get close to the box or get something get something off toward the goal. I mean, that just wasn't happening. Uh, but I wanted to say about that, that actual goal at the end with Daniil, to all those people on social media who were like, it was a foul, it was a shut up. It was not a foul, and you can just take it and shove it. And you know what? Like between the the scrape down Denny's leg in the first half and the fingers in the eyeball on Deniel, like there were a couple miss, very poorly missed calls there by the ref that should have given us at least some kind of advantage. That frankly, you know, whatever. Like I, I'm, I'm not even going to engage those folks because they're not they're not happy, interested in having a conversation. Uh, at the end of the day, I was kind of surprised that we ended up with a result that didn't feel so bad given how poorly we played. Um and really it chalked it up to McCarthy. I mean that dude stood on his head and there was that one that one sequence in the second half where it was like he just leapt in one direction and then leapt in another direction. I was like, oh my gosh, John, like someone buy that man a beer. Uh so yeah, it was yeah uh, he kept Agreed. us in it.
1: Yeah I mean his performance was was on the level of of the miracle that he pulled off against philly right i mean this game this performance this was on field during gameplay this was probably his best match we've seen from him by far yes we allowed two goals but it's not on him right i mean no chance one was one was blown play by tillman yes there was nobody on the posts but that's that's coached guys that's that's tactics um uh, and the second i mean what are you going to do a that's guy when he a guessed the right the direction he almost got it he did. Yeah. I mean, he, it had to be a perfect shot to get past him because he guessed on it so well. He was on top of that play. Uh, but yeah, they barely roofed under You know, under the under the crossbar. You're not going to stop those. Nobody's going to stop those. It was just too perfect. So I'm with you on that. I mean, he was our our MVP on the day. He did keep us. If we didn't have John in the net. Imagine if we had Tyler Miller or Kenneth Vermeer for this game. Where, where are we sitting? You know, it's over. Why would you want another would you MLS that, team?
0: Why would hmm? you do that Joseph? Why would you I have bring to up do those that and curse us?
1: <laughs> I have to do that because I have I now know we have three goalkeepers that are fully capable. Now it's an embarrassment of riches, right? Because our team grows and this is why we could take this on second leg and and turn this around. It's it's that's the hope of McCarthy, right? That we have this and if Max is healthy, you know what he's going to do when he's back into the game. So yeah, that, that's where the hope comes and is even if we have, you know, the bend it, break it back line that we have at the moment, at least you have the last line of defense. Philly's lived off of this for years. It's nice that we get a chance to do that, too. Uh, Araceli, as you were watching this, this brutal match, uh, impressions?
3: I just have to say it was almost just pure frustration at, yeah. cer- at certain points because, you know, like as Luke said, this was a team that we did not recognize, especially in that first half. Um, there were so many, of, of course, you know, poor refereeing does have a part in this. There was a lot of missed calls, but beyond that, it, it was clear and obvious that Leon wanted revenge and they, they were out there. They were looking for blood. They were on the attack. They forced so many mistakes from LEFC. and I don't know if this is my imagination, but it felt like they were forcing them into these weird little 1v1 situations that was kind of making you question, what is this, the tactic here? But overall, I'm happy that we at least got the result that we did in, of course, the most LEFC way possible that you could think of. But other than that, um, like I said, it it definitely was a little frustrating to watch.
1: I mean, there were so many times where they would isolate our midfielders with two options. You know, who do I cover here? Because they'd go close quarters, which is intentional, right? And it forced these situations. You had to be the last guy. You had to make the last stop it's off the next guy, off to the races. And, you know, give Leon credit. They did exactly what they needed to do in this game outside of giving one up late um, to close the tournament out in the first match. They did everything right to get there. Their game plan was was what it needed to be. They understood they could play more physical. It's the referee's job to call the game, not the players, right? If this is what's allowed, you're going to do it. You have to look at our players and go, well, look, if the, if this is what it's going to be, welcome to the dogfight. Like, you got to go, you know, and 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 welcome to a cup final because this is what cup finals are supposed to be like. Um, maybe our guys needed that wake-up call, and now they know League 2 nothing's coming easy every play that you do if you spend too much time on the ball you're going to be in dirt that's just what it's going to be uh get get if you don't like getting hit move the ball quicker you know that that's that's what it's going to look like at this point um tony your your impressions on this thing before i throw it out to our our community see where they're at on this
2: frustration this is the key word It's just frustration um it was too early of passes, too late of passes, not feel a vision. People late to um, half a step behind or half a step too quickly. Um, for those, I'm calling out Sifu and uh, Opoku on those ones. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I, hurried I, past.
2: Yes, there's a couple of hurry passes that we should have done, and also um, I also have to give it to Vella. Vella kind of was cheeky with his wide open goal, and he tried to chip the goal. The, the keeper where he could have just like slotted it in. And I understand the chip and he was looking for it, but he missed hit it. And in those situations, it's kind of sorry to say, like if you have the opportunity, just just put it in. Don't be uh cheeky with it.
1: Yeah. I think he felt he had to do something special. Right. Just to engage everybody, but uh unfortunate and other days he would put that away. So, you know, it's hard to doubt this man and what he's done for us so far. So, Uh, I kind of allow strikers to be a little bit flamboyant. That's fine by me. It means he's in the match. He's living it. So they miss chances. Now on the back line, if somebody did something like that, I got another story to tell. But uh, yeah, good on them on that. Um, Before I go to let's go, let's see where community is at. I know you guys got a lot to say, so let's jump right into where everybody is in this. Uh, as I say, always join the conversation. We love what you guys say. This is why we do this podcast. It is the community. It's owned by the community. We just happen to be the players that make all the noise here. But you guys are the ones that tell us where to go and how to go and direct us. So let's see where we're at here. It's Jibble in the mix. See any here? Dave Gomez checking in. Evening morning. Morning for him. That's for sure. Love it. Uh, Mark Lopez. Says, La Copa de Cancagaf es mi obsesión. Dig it, man! Good, dude.
0: Jo- Joseph, I just want to say, "Güemorke today." Today? No, to Dave. Dave.
1: Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. I see, have, I I have family in it, well. a day long. Oh, amazing, amazing! There you go, Dave. Love it. If I tried that, I would butcher it so bad. <laughs> Let's see. David says elevation was indeed a factor. Wow, we look sluggish in León. Remember my dad always telling me, if you can't do the work, make the ball do the work. Something I got a lot of as a player. Like, hey, you know, pass it better. (laughs) Thoughts? Um, Let's see, Danielle Allen Hill. Hey, Luke. There you go, Luke. Getting some love from Danielle. Alan Hernandez in the mix is playing Cruz Azul and América in neutral ground in 2020. Benefited us because the altitude is a huge factor. It does play a factor. It does. It does. I get it. I do. Uh, Dave Gomez, the lads will be sharp and hungry and will be a huge factor. I know who's going to be a huge factor in this thing. All of us will be the huge factor. It does play in, especially when you're right on top of them and they can't hear anything. Um, I can tell you this right now, guys, as the the old fart in the 3252, I've been told even by Tyler Miller, he told me himself, he goes, you know, when we're on that side of the field, there's times we just don't hear each other. It's not even a, something you think about. You know they're not going to hear you, so you just have to do what you're taught to do and play through it. That happens for both sides. Our guys get used to that, which they are, but it's on you guys to make sure that they can't hear each other when they come to our house. It's real. The players have said it. It's legit, so follow through. Uh, Daniel on Hill says, Araceli, see he sees you're in here. There you go. There we go. All right, David Day says happy foot. Uh, our never say die attitude, another epic late score. Sorry, I'm mixing up my podcast. It's okay, we mixed them up last week too, so all good things. And uh, yeah, definitely shout out to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, having Christian Polanco come on come on was pretty cool post game. Uh, those guys, dude, the Cooligans are the best, they really are, and, and most down to earth guys you'll ever talk to. So good on you guys, man. That's fun. Uh, David day says hockey assist from Vela secondary, man. I dig that. Uh, Mark Lopez, every time Bowanga had to fall back all the way to the corner of our box, I cringe. We're not on our game. Uh, McCarthy kept us in it. Then made an L feel like a W it, yeah, it did. It saved the day. If we came in 2-0, I'm not sure. You know, it's the over. It's not what we dealt with the last time we played these guys. They're not the same team. Let's be dead honest about this. They're a lot better than that team was a bit younger too. I think in some cases faster, we know that for sure. Uh, Good on you, Mark. Uh, Mark, I think what he was doing was making up for the overload. Uh, They all had to make up for the overload and we're playing way deeper than they'd ever like to. Uh, You just say on the other end, I hope the ink is dried on Sifu's Rangers contract. I think we'd all, we'd all mail that for him or one of us would get on a plane and fly it back to Scotland just to make sure that it's settled. Uh, We're all on board with that. That's for sure. We love you, Sifu, but we get it, man. We totally get it. Uh, David Day says uh, we were Vancouver, they were LAFC. That's how off we looked. Oof, I I, I don't want to be that guy, but it might have been that we were more like aloense and they were more like LAFC on the day. I it really that it looked more like that, to be honest, for long stretches of this match. But uh, we have better goalkeeping. There you go. Uh Dave Gomez, it's time to play our style and impose our will over them. If you're gonna need to. You can't survive otherwise. Uh let's see, we've got black and gold hearts from LOL trash Ca- in trash can man. Oh, Dave has got this. His return to you is oh man.
0: His He's return gonna...
1: is Auschieblieft. There we go. There we there go. go. And it's That's like is that a good day or
0: that's it's you're welcome. Or sorry, no, uh, it's thank you. It's thank you.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Man, I gotta get up on that. I gotta learn that. Uh see Carlos Cr see, midfield looked completely overwhelmed. Leon gave it to our mids. We had no answers. No, we didn't. We didn't have the answers. I know there's one answer on the bench though, um, that we might see for this next match, and we'll definitely get into what we need to do uh, as the episode progresses. But uh Kellen Acosta, uh, the Acosta light is on. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope and pray. Uh, Anthony Bermudez, we have been in this situation before in 2020, and it was down two. We were only down one goal now. That's that's the reality is is we got closer. Didn't play as good even, even as we did back then, but we did get closer. I keep hearing this. I'll throw it up there, and we'll, we'll, we'll chew on this a bit. Anthony Bermudez says Sergio Ramos to LAFC. I'm not the expert on Sergio Ramos. That would be the one and only Tony. Tony, your thoughts on this?
2: please Casey Gacchilini let me have my let me have Ramos please he's my f- favorite player of all time defender wise and just overall player he's a Real Madrid legend and I would just just please who has number four right now on our team
1: does it matter does well?
2: That's what happened with Chilini. He He's number 13, so it's like whoever has number four. I'm sorry, you gotta let it go. So, but that's just me.
1: When they come to America, they pick the fun numbers. You know how this works. I didn't get my Podolski, so I, I I get you, man. I get you. Uh, let's see. Carlos C says Leon did a great job of smothering our mids and, and forcing the ball back to our CBs. Um, Maldonado and, and long are not good at distributing from the back. They struggled greatly. I think a lot of it was because they didn't have an option up front. Um, you know, you look down the middle, right up the middle, and and there's two guys on on every single player. There's there's no good looks there. If you want to go out to the wing, your, your guys to hope for is is Zipoku, who when he did get it, we didn't get much from him. Um, and then of course, Bawanga, who was basically getting beat up every time he was near a ball. So, eh, tough times. That's for sure. Uh, we'll see how they they we'll see how they feel this week. Uh, At the end of this week, and and hopefully the adjustments are made. Uh, Bam says, playing at home for second leg is a huge advantage. Bam is right. It's kind of everything, isn't it? Because, I mean, put the shoe on the other foot. if we had played leg one, had a 2-1 victory going to Leon, how do you think we're all feeling right now? But would you think any confidence coming from our end? There were a lot of, oh man, are we going to survive? I mean, ride? how do,
0: how do MLS teams typically fare against Liga MX teams in Mexico?
1: In leg two, there's usually a red card, a penalty and, and a blowout. Right. Right. So it kind of means everything. <laughs> Pam is right on that. It does mean everything. Um It's the reason why Seattle did what they did. Right. You need the second leg at home. So yeah. Uh Luca, you, Right. You're on it. Well said, sir. Uh, Mark Lopez. Shout out to LACFO for another well-organized international away day. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Um, Shout out to to Jimmy, Pat, Rich, uh, the entire the entire team. I know I'm looking at you, Albert. Don't worry, I'm not leaving you out of this. Um, Doing what they did, getting the buses arranged in a a hostile environment, um, a difficult environment where things were always moving and a little bit hard to predict. Uh, getting everybody on the buses and back safe is pretty darn amazing. Uh, it, it looked good. Uh, shout out to whoever snuck in all the, all the thunder sticks and, and all the shiny stuff. Cause uh, I know everything was banned and you guys had to do something special to get those in. And I don't know how you pull it off, but you did good work to all of you who did. Um, I get that the no water, the no belts, the no everything. I just hope outside of the running water. Cause I do believe in humanity. Um, yeah, return the favor, LAFC. And they come up here with their supporters. Give them nothing because we got nothing. It, you know, turnabout's fair play. Um, outside of the water, man, that's just jack. But, yeah, and they can have their belts too. That's fine, whatever. But, uh, yeah, dude, it was it was rough, but they got the job done. Uh, shout out to LAFC on that. I know they had to do a lot of work even in the ticket situation as well. It's so much of a headache. Um, so the guys that did that, thank you guys. Uh ooh, I like Bam Bam's being hopeful here, guys. Uh he says Sifu hat trick to farewell to 3252. I'm just hoping it's on the opposition's goal at this point. Okay. Um ugh, yeah, we'll see what he does, man. I, he, can, he can get tough when he needs to. We just we need it right now. We really do. Um, Carlos C says Sifu and, and Tillman don't play well together at all, or is it just me? I mean, I think Tillman if you know anything about his profile has never been a big fan of physical matches, right? Tony he's looking, he's looking down, but um, he said it himself while playing in Bundesliga two, how it just didn't fit his style. And now he's in the middle of the trenches in a game. That's looking very Bundesliga two in terms of the, the physicality. And um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. A skill level of course is a little higher over there than what you're seeing here, but the physicality is there. Um, and I think he was shocked that what he got himself into, and Sifu again, he's just in another world right now. I I, I don't think he's getting well with anybody at the moment. So uh, let's hope some some changes occur. That's for sure. Uh, D Velez eighty six says big props to McCarthy, disappointed in how he played, but man, my favorite player Ilya, let me down. I mean, I gotta be honest. Ilya looked like one of those one man band guys right with all those instruments attached to him trying to do everything and anything in the moment and had no chance because there was there was a green shirt on all sides of him at all times. Uh, I think he was overwhelmed because he was not getting support from behind or in front or on the sides uh, and and was left kind of hanging in many, many, many cases. And when he did do something, usually he got leveled after the play and had to get himself back up again. It was a very difficult day. Luke, you want to jump in this because you're nodding. You're, you you saw it as
0: well, right? I felt badly for the man. I mean, he has been such a stalwart on our basically our back line, right? He's so often right there at the, on the back line and he had so few options. It was it was rough. Yeah.
1: And if you spend more than a few seconds, you're going to get hacked. And, and it's just, Poor Ilya. I'm with you. It was tough. Tough to see. Um, and it was wise to take him out because I think if they didn't take him out at that point, uh, he's not available for the next one. Let's be honest. He was getting to that point where an injury was. its just a matter of time. It was getting dirtier and dirtier. So, yeah. Uh, David Day says, 2-1, 3-3 aggregate chance decided by penalties. Could you imagine that? I don't want to imagine that. Did you see how they took their penalty? They're not Philadelphia guys. You're talking talk about skill set, way more skilled than Philly. I, I don't want that situation. I don't think anybody here wants that situation. I already had a heart attack in fall. I don't need one in spring.
2: Exactly. That's
1: yeah, what I was gonna I'm say. good. I'm good. Let's settle this uh, before the whistle.
3: Oof. I was going to say, do we need a repeat of the anxiety attack from MLS Cup?
1: No, because it's like flipping a coin. Right, Luke? I mean, would you, are you feeling it?
0: No, I mean, after that MLS Cup game, all these people that I know are texting me like, oh, my gosh, did you have so much fun? And I was like, no, this was this was a heart attack for four hours. I kinda, like, I'm relieved, but, like, I, I could barely celebrate because I was so exhausted. No. Right. Sorry, David. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well said, Luke. I will leave it at that. Uh, Carlos C says Spanish broadcast was praising the 3252 for their presence in the stadium and for the charitable work they did off the field in Guanajuato. Yes. um, Amazing work. Global diplomatic. uh, You outdid yourselves yet again. Um, All love to you and everyone behind it. I know Jonathan uh, Reimer was giving us the updates as it was happening and keeping us posted, at least in the pod fam. Uh, Yeah. Again, again, always changing things wherever we go having having that that e- essential handshake before anything's anything happens it's global diplomatic that's been doing that uh and and honestly we just we love to see it keep doing it we're 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 honored to have you in the black and gold with us that is that is for certain uh david day also says there's a cool video on social media view of the 3250- two crowd in full glory chanting from the leone side across the fence (laughs) yes it was it was glorious it was very much glorious um we had fun the first year but now it looked like our guys were much more dialed in this time you learn right with time you get better and uh it looked the part again shout out to everybody that I went there. It was, it was, it was stellar. And I can't wait to hear the stories at the tailgate this weekend um, from all you guys. Uh, definitely don't hesitate to to have that conversation because I loved, I love to hear the stories, especially, you know, Leon, it's a good road trip. So uh, good on you guys. Keep it going. So those are comments for the time being, keep them coming. We'll hit you guys up a little bit later with a little bit more. Of course, whenever we get to the end of this conversation, we get to another one that's, even more important in the moment, of course, that would be the LAFC community news. I'm going to throw this to you, Tony, you have the floor,
2: sir. Um, so I actually have a partner in this. So I'll start the first half and I'll have Luke finish the rest. So the first part of course is um, we have two um, 3252 membership. Again, want to go to this game, want away tickets, want to help us with the TIFO that, may, that we do every year, especially for Pride and, you know, make it bigger and better because, again, last Pride one was the biggest one we've ever done that covered the whole 3252 <laughs> one. So, but that costs money. And, you know, joining to the 3252, $30, you get a scarf, a pin, discount uh, uh, HQ, and it helps us create these magical, mo- magical moments for everybody. Again, my favorite magical moment is my very first game, the Pride game season two. I have the pin for that. I had to get that. And that's what got me hooked for ever and ever, and look at me now. The second thing is uh, that we still need funds and finish up to build the Mo Fascio futsal court. Uh, If you go to LAC.com slash Mo Fascio, donate a dollar, donate whatever you can. I know times are tough, but we need to get this built for our brother, our brother, and the person who showed us how to support alongside Jimmy, Joseph, and um, all of us. So Let's get that done. And then would you like to take over?
0: Yeah, for sure. And I would just say Mo was someone who, I mean, touched many of us, right? Like many of us, I mean, that, that episode after he passed and it was like all these folks who were on here sharing stories. I, I met him when I was taking out the rainbow flag for the very first time onto the field. And there were all these other folks from the other different SGs out there, you know, waiting underneath the stadium. And I was like, I don't know these people, I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna take this flag, I'm gonna you know, do my bit. And he just came up and he just gave me this big hug and he's like, I'm so glad you're here. And I was like, who is this dude and why is he being so nice to me? <laughs> and ever since then, like every time I, he just, hmm, I'm so glad that we're gonna honor him this way. I couldn't think of a better person. Uh, yeah, so we got a bunch of stuff going on cause it is LGBTQ pride month. And the first thing that I would note is that, LAFC Pride Republic and the 3252 are doing the annual pride raiser, which is where you pledge a dollar amount for every goal that LAFC scores this month. And at the end of the month, they come back and say, all right, you know, LAFC scored, you know, 50 goals or whatever it is. And every one of those goals gets however much money you pledged. Now you make that contribution. And this year's recipient of the pride raiser is the trans Latina coalition. Which is a grassroots organization, but also one of the largest trans led organizations in the country, There's about 40 staff uh, in Koreatown, uh, that is pro- providing support and services for Latina, trans Latina women um, primarily. And it's just an incredible organization. We actually, on our show, LGBTFC, had their director, Bambi Salcedo, on our episode. We had one of our episodes this week. So if you wanna hear, hear her talk a little bit about her story, how she got her name, which is actually related to her playing soccer, uh, and how she came about with this organization that she's now the director of, check it out. It's an incredible organization, really great, glad we're able to honor them. There's gonna be a bunch of folks from the Trans-Latino Coalition at the LAFC Pride Night. So it's just gonna be a whole big party. So if you can contribute or make a pledge to the Pride Razor, we would ask you to please do that. Um, but then we have some specific things coming up. And I know everyone's thinking about CONCACAF final coming up on Sunday. And that's where we are, all our brains should be right now. And making sure we bring it for that full 90 or 120 or whatever it is. We're not going to PK's David. Uh, but once that's done, that very next Saturday, uh, the, I mean, LFC play on Wednesday. They host Atlanta. But then that Saturday they go to Houston. And we're doing a Pride watch party uh, in Silver Lake. There will be more information about that on social media next week. Uh, We will be asking folks to RSVP so we have a head count because we probably have to tell the venue where we're going to be. Just close the whole thing off because we're going to fill this place. Uh, And it's going to be the 3252, the Pride Republic. As many of the SGs are going to be part of this as well. The LAC Front Office is going to post about it as well. So like, this is going to be where it's at for celebrating Pride as a watch party for LAFC as they're playing in Houston. And the very next day, Sunday, June 11th, is the LA Pride Parade, and we will be marching. We've already, if you're part of a supporter group, you've probably already seen some information about that. But if you can, if you can do it, I guarantee you it is an unforgettable experience. Uh, if you're you you know, you're used to the 90 minutes cheering uh, in the North End, this is like two hours plus. <laughs> Uh, it's it can be a little rough, not gonna lie, because it's you're walking and you're chairing and it's baking in the sun and all that stuff. But like, promise you, this is gonna be an incredible experience. Uh, the the team is bringing in uh, folks from a, we're using a couple buses from the Gold Lot at the stadium. So if you sign up, you can sign up and get travel covered for you from the Gold Lot at BMO uh, to and from the parade. And they're gonna have a double decker bus, fully wrapped with pride themed stuff on it and we're hoping we get a couple trophies on there too uh to go through the parade um, we're hoping to get over 100 folks with the flags going and everything and i will tell you as someone who's been to many a pride parade many a pride parade um this is by far my favorite experience of pride is marching with the 3252. it is something not just for me as a gay man getting to experience this within our soccer supporter culture but knowing what this means for the folks who are there just watching pride, maybe some of them for the very first time to see all these folks who just love this community and want to be part of it and celebrate all of our diversity within our supporters culture here at, uh, at LAFC, like that will change people's lives. And like, I don't want to get too big and heavy about it, but like, it's not just a great fun time it is something that you are going to get people who are never going to forget this and who will come to BMO and who are going to become part of this community because they were there that parade day and they saw us go by and they want to be a part of it so if you can if you are excited about this and interested at all uh there's more information through your sgs find out um through them to how to sign up and be a part of that so those are coming up literally just a week away and then at the end of june on saturday june 24th is the lafc pride night where we are hosting the vancouver whitecaps and we are going to have all kinds of stuff it's just going to be uh there's going to be a giveaway at the door there's gonna if you don't have your rainbow themed hat it's an opportunity to get that uh we're gonna have a whole bunch of stuff and there's gonna be a pretty cool thing going on at the tailgate and hopefully we're hoping at the fan fest as well so like we're just looking to have a really good time. And, you know, pride started as a protest and there's definitely still that happening, but for us, it's also, we wanna be able to celebrate and bring the joy and the love to this. So that's what we're focusing on this year. So really just hope that folks, if you have any interest in any of this, come check it out.
1: Without a doubt, definitely check with your supporter groups. If if people are not a supporter group, they can actually definitely de- reach out to you as well uh, about signups as well to get into the parade, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. You can reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at LAFC Luke. You can reach out to Pride Republic on Twitter, LAFC Pride, R-E-P-U-B, or on Instagram, LAFC Pride Republic.
1: There we go. And then for the Pride Razor, where should they go for the Pride Razor?
0: Oh, boy. Uh, I've I've seen it. I've seen it. I don't have the link like off the top of my head. It's like I've seen it all over social media. So I don't even know. Like, I I will... um, I will make sure that we have it posted on our, I mean, it's already on the LFC Pride to Public, Twitter, and Instagram, I'm sure. But I'll go back and double check and make sure that, like, if people have questions, they can go there and find it. There's a link and everything.
1: Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, we just wanted to send people the right way and, and get those donations going because the goals are flying already, right? We're going to see, we might see some some good ones this weekend. So uh, don't miss out on, on getting your donation in and and, and making your pride. Promise. I believe we're sure. up
0: over a hundred dollars already on per okay. goal on the pride raiser. So like, I would love to get like over a few hundred on that so we can really bring home this support for trans Latina coalition.
1: Let's make it happen. I know, I know I can trust the community to make this happen. So looking forward to that, that's for sure. I do know on the 15th, there's also a watch party
0: with, with black
1: army, correct?
0: Yes. July 15th. Sorry. I was just thinking, I, I mean, like after, once we hit July 1st, I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I can't, Another thing, not yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted. <laughs> but yes, no, that's right. July 15th, uh, at the end of LAFC's like 12 games over six weeks, right? Like We are going to have a watch party with uh, Black Army. Uh, and that will be – we'll get more information about that as we get closer to that day. And then just a week later, we're going to do a beach day and kayaking down in Long Beach. So, look, I mean – we we do the volunteering stuff in the community we do the fundraising stuff we go and have the social stuff like we're all just about building the community
1: the more opportunities the better right at the end of the day uh as active as can be luke i love it man good stuff uh yeah we'll we'll definitely jump on as well the more information we get we can definitely retweet it from our account as well and of course, post the links whenever we possibly can. I know Tony; he'll definitely throw up the community info each each episode as he always does. He's the best at it, um, and so we'll we'll definitely support as best we possibly can as well. And I better see some trophies at that Pride Parade. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, let's do this, LAFC. We need at least two of those trophies, and it at could least two. be let's three. Open. Right, right, yeah. So uh, I hope and pray it's it's three trophies at the pride parade because that would be absolutely epic good love it love it luke thank you for the information um definitely uh, like i said if you guys reach out please do we'll get you the information as needed and we'll get that going and definitely got to get some donations in that's for sure all right membership tony you mentioned membership already um i think you also want to mention some other things for community as well
2: Uh, Yes, um, for more on the club side, we have a new sponsorship with uh, Mm -hmm. Metro by T-Mobile. They've signed a multi-year sponsorship with uh, LAFC, so more money, I guess. (laughs) More player purchase possibilities? I
1: don't know. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) For sure. Um, All right, so I'm going to throw this over to you, Araceli. LAFC 2 News, what's going on with the boys?
3: Before I deep dive into that, did I hear you right, Luke, that you said that the Beach Day Kayaking was down in Long Beach? You did. Ooh, that makes it even more exciting. For those who know, you know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'll save the good news for another time. Don't worry. But going into LESC2 News. I know that we'll all be very preoccupied this weekend already as is with the big game on Sunday, but I just wanted to remind all of you that LESC2 will be back home in Fullerton to host the Dynamo 2 on Saturday at 7 o'clock Pacific time. If you cannot make the match, the game will be streamed on mlsnextpro.com. So as I've always said, you know, I highly recommend that you attend the game, but also too. I realized that that night will be very busy for a lot of people. So if you are able to make it, great. If you're able to stream it while you're doing the TIFO, also just as great. And also, too, another thing that is very interesting is MLS Next Pro just recently did an interview with Cristo Vela, Carlos Vela's nephew. It is now available to view on the website, on all socials. I highly recommend everyone check it out. Yes, he does play for Austin FC too, but he does mention uh, Carlos and how he's proud to have the Vela name while also building his own legacy. And kind of looking ahead on the schedule, he will be in LA when LAFC2 hosts Austin in August. I believe it's August 6th. But when that comes up, or when it gets closer, obviously, you know, we will talk about it a little bit more then, but I recommend that everyone go check out the interview. Uh, My colleague, Samara Perez, did an excellent job with it. And, yes, I just, I can't say any more good stuff about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, head on out there, watch it, recruit Christo. We need him in black and gold, you know. We've had some good runs with Velas, so, you know. Not just saying, just saying. Um, all right. So uh, with the LMC two update in, we definitely move on to the Black and Gold Vinyl Club minutes. Usually, I pick the songs, and we run out of it. Tony's got a few as well. Luke, I don't want to put you in a spot, but I want to put you on the spot, sir. Uh, what would you like to go with if you're getting ready for a game? What what should we expect
0: you to be playing? What are you down to here on game day? I mean. Here, I I have two answers to this question because I thought you might ask. I thought you might ask. So I have t- I I was like I gotta get prepared for this. So this is a tough one. We have some questions we ask all our guests on LGBTFC, and like we make sure they're prepared. So, uh, so one, which is sort of a callback, a throwback, is old school Madonna's "Express Yourself," where it's all about don't go for second best. You know, put your love to the test. All I can think about is like, you know, that's what we want to see on Sunday night. Don't go for second best. Bring it. Bring it all on the field. Leave it all out there after 90 or maybe 120 minutes. So the first one for me is old school Madonna. The second one is brand new Kylie Minogue, Padam Padam, which is going to be the queer anthem of the summer. If you haven't heard it, check it out. I guarantee you it will make you want to dance. It is a great song, and uh, I mean, I understand that maybe this is a little a little gay, but that's what I bring to this, y'all. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna bring it. So "Padam Padam" by Kylie Minogue. It's just a fun, fun song.
1: I'm just happy she's still out there putting out music and like good stuff too. That's good. She's looking great too. Good for her. <laughs> right, right. No, that's awesome. You know, uh, it's. She's been on the scene forever and been through a lot. So yeah, it's great to hear that she's out there again. And Madonna, honestly, not, I think every one of us, it's it's playing in our heads right now. So uh, well done, Luke. You caught us, man. <laughs> and we've never had Madonna as a as a choice before or Kylie. So uh, good work, well, that's, man. That's
0: why I'm here, Joseph.
1: You got it done. Impressive. That was out of the park. Really? Well done. Good. All right. So, uh, Tony, did you want to throw anything out about tailgates this weekend? Any warnings on that or, or, or heads up on it? Before we move so, on to the
2: next? Yes. So we've um, in the last couple hours. Um, doors open at three o'clock, people. Damn. That's enough said. So in other words, for us, us supporters who have to, you know, go in, lock it up, lock it up down. You, unfortunately, all the tailgates have been toned down to pretty much everyone's looking like even on the tailgates of everybody closing down at 3. So have fun, drink responsibly, but doors open at 3 and get in there because this is where we need you the most. We need to make sure we go hard and I know some of the the people who have never been in 3252 will go hard, but it's always a flip of the coin. You understand? So I want all you to have fun out there, but we need to get there early to secure spots for ourselves and th- make sure that 3252 is moving greatly and sung really well. So that is pretty much for tailgates. There are tailgates with Expos, Black Army, Pride's always there early. I always, unfortunately, can't bring them coffee this time because that's always my thing with them. It's like, oh, I'm going to go run coffee but, and grab it for them. But um, they get there early, get there safe, and, you know, game starts at six, but doors open at three.
1: There it is. No, it's late breaking. I know, Luke, you're sitting there like, man, we got stuff planned. And, yeah, the 3 o'clock came out of kind of nowhere. again. thank CONCACAF for that loveliness. Um, But, yeah, it's an early day for us to do setup. You know, Tony and I, that's kind of our our, our cup of tea. We go in there and get stuff set up. TIFO crews, all that fun stuff. I mean, again, clocks all change like this in an instant. So we get it. We know that's tough. But what that does mean is get there early, people. Tailgates, I know there's going to be people tailgating there at 7 a.m trust me on this they're gonna be there at dawn uh especially in a cup final so if you want to get your morning coffee make it happen bring some donuts it's on they're gonna be there they're gonna have fun with it you'll see things grow around you and and yeah make it early it's a cup final too so expect traffic to be on a whole nother level remember you have to compete with museums as well uh be early just be early it's better off for everybody and uh i do know that The supporters are putting out all the stops. There's definitely going to be some live music. You've seen the promotions already popping up. Yeah. 3252 is not holding back for this one. The supporter groups are not holding back. This is a cup final. We're treating it like a cup final as we should. And the biggest one we've ever been in. Yes. Your first is amazing but this is an international tournament and this is as big as it gets because we know what's on the line. So get there early, have a good time. Don't be that guy stuck outside late for the game, missing the TIFO, missing all that amazing stuff because man, I got stuck in traffic. Now, not for this one, guys be prepared for this one. All right. Being prepared of course, is the story for our team as well as we suffered the two, one defeat on the road. There were a lot of reasons why a lot of issues that popped up. Just know that, Our game, of course, kickoff is six o'clock doors open at three o'clock, three hours of open. Wow, that's wild. Um, And we've got to make it back. Scoring one will not be enough. We have to win by two to to win this one in regulation. If we do win by one, no matter what. Yeah, it'll be an overtime such situation. So that's what we have going into it. Um, Knowing that what we have and who was missing and who was available, uh, a lot of changes are needed. I think we know this, of course. Our top performance, I mean, obviously, Buanga and Vela were doing their work, getting it in, uh, making it happen as much as they possibly could under the pressure they were in. Uh, Daniil Maldonado and Aaron Long did all the work they possibly could without any support. In many cases, were isolated, so I can't give them too much. Um, outside backs as well. Um, Palacios, rough day because of the overload. Uh, but did the best he could under the circumstances. He had a lot of touches on the ball, but we all know where Hollings had ended up. Thankfully, Palacios picked up the – or Palencia. I'm going to do that every time with those two. Uh, Palencia, you know, showed up for this one. That's for sure, and we saw how that ended up. Um, Luke, if I'm talking to you about this, who do you think our top performers, in your opinion, were on the day and that we should expect to see in the lineup for leg two?
0: I mean, you, you named a couple more already, and I think – We'll go without any surprise to anyone. I would, I would say McCarthy. But you mean yeah. for, for like two, like who's going to be need to be our top performer? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to, I want to see McCarthy, and I want to see Murillo. I want to see them out there starting. <laughs> I don't care if they're a little slower. I want to see them out there. Let's not see Sifu. Let's not see Maldonado. Let's let his eye heal. Um,
1: yeah, the best, the best we possibly can field in the moment. That's for sure. I'm with you on that one. Um Tony, if you were looking at who was just getting by and needs a little bit more, who would you suggest for this match?
2: A little bit more? It's it's all of to be above. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, but it's just kind of kind of hard to say just because like the altitude was a big factor. But I think it's just the tried and true seafood.
1: The seafood if he's even playing, right. Yeah, I mean, that would be the other the other situation, which brings us to that is, is those who are in need of taking a seat, potentially for this one to get us to where we need to go. Um, if you were going to make a, a necessary change to the lineup with available players, um, what's the one change that you would make? I'll go to you, Araceli. What's the first swap
0: you would go with?
3: Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, what the heck! I'll be daring. I would probably swap. I put Duenas in.
0: Ooh,
1: well, you know, and that's something we should have mentioned. Thank you for mentioning Duenas. Um, mention his performance because honestly, I think it was an admirable one. Right?
3: Oh no, absolutely. The moment he touched the field, the whole sh- the momentum shifted. Yes, LAFC still had their um, tendencies with Leon, unfortunately, but. Once Duenas got on the field, he was very dynamic. So I would hope to see him get mm-hmm. a start. I highly doubt it, but I, I like to see him get a little bit more playing time.
1: I, I'm with you on that. He did the job. He definitely did the job. Luke's nodding as well. I mean, your impressions on Duenas on that first leg?
0: I mean, you know, I think Eric is amazing. And I, I just don't know enough about positional play with midfield. If he's the right guy to start in our midfield uh in in place of like a sifu i don't know i mean you would know better than me on that but like to me every time i've seen him on the on the pitch he's just dynamic he's got an eye for goal he's always thinking on attack mode and he's really good at also picking up the ball on our end and bringing it forward and relieving pressure on our guys which like at his age there's like wow okay you know i'm in
1: what impressed me the most was his his lack of intimidation in terms of the physicality of the match. He didn't wither, right? He just took the hits and kept on going in a lot of cases, shifted the ball where they couldn't even get get to him, right? Couldn't even get a piece of him at times. Uh that's impressive. It shows a veteran's type of mindset from a young kid. Uh I, yeah, to me I was very happy with what I saw. If they if they rolled out with a a Tillman Ilie Duane's lineup I I would kind of be like well you know it didn't work the other way so let let's see what happens here you know he's going to match them pace for pace so I'd be okay with it um you know look looking at our suspensions and injuries now talking about who might move in who might move out um of course Max is listed as, is not available Acosta is showing leg injury mid June all of a sudden when he was day to day before uh, Jesus Mario showing leg injury, but I think we all saw these guys train, so I think that's a little bit delayed, okay? Chiellini still shows injury. Leone still shows injury, and Long does. Um, it's showing leg injury for Long out of nowhere now on the updates, which is a little scary to me. Uh, let's hope that's just a, a false report, uh, but that would be a little, bit, a little bit super scary. Let's be honest about that. Um, I did see that Kellen Acosta was... Uh, on counterattack today on XM and they were ribbing him about taking a free kick this weekend and he didn't deny it. So uh, the way he is approaching that interview sounds like he might be ready for this one. I'll just throw that. He didn't say he was, but they didn't say he wasn't either. And uh, he was pretty positive on, on, on the conversation. So maybe we're going to see something special from him on this day. And that whatever the report says, doesn't mean much of anything. Again, he was on the bench. So you have to assume he's ready to go. Let's hope that's the case. Um, looking at the potential names in that roster, uh, looking at what we had before, um, if long is indeed out, uh, Tony, I'll go to you. What are we, what do we do in this case? Does that mean that Mario's back?
2: It has to be. Um, well, there's who else are we going to, to replace him? Because now it's just like, do we bring in, Pal- uh, Palacios, not Palacios, uh, Palencia. Palencia. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm doing, yeah, me too. Yep. uh, Palencia into the, into the into that position and put Palacios to the left because that's the only other options that we have.
1: Yeah, it's scary. Um honestly seeing the back lane go through this this mystery lineup situation. We really don't know what to expect at this point. The only guy that sounds like he's healthy even though he's got one eyeball hanging out is Maldonado. Um but I guess he's gonna be ready um you know getting that WWF uh mindset going I, I have no clue man it's nuts but um that's the one guy we know is ready Um, Now, saying we have center backs and we got enough to play this and Long is actually okay, right-back situation, yes, Hollingshead got put on a bit of a journey for this match. Um, Luke, who would you start at right-back? Would we do the Palencia uh, opportunity or we go right back to Hollingshead again?
0: Uh, I think Steve would probably start Ryan. I would really like to see Sergey start because I feel like He brings a new dynamism that we saw exactly at the end of that game where he was such a play creator on that racing that ball down the field and and kicking it in right toward Denise's foot but you know ryan brings his own dynamic to this and i just i Mm -hmm. just think that steve likes him and a little more than he likes maybe he trusts him a little more he knows him a little better so i would expect that ryan would probably get the start as long as he's feeling healthy
1: yeah, I, I think that's where Dolo is as well, even though he did give up that penalty kick. I mean, let's be honest, it was pretty fluky. I mean, it's not something Hollingshead would normally do, and I don't think he'd do it again. And we all know how he bounces back from poor performances. It's usually something amazing, and he scores one from where? Yeah, somewhere. Somewhere we didn't expect. Um, it It, it is special with him because he does get free reign to Rome, where I, I think Palencia does not. Uh, under Dolo He just stays stays on his side Does the job And moves back and forth Where Hollingshead He could be up at left wing Out of nowhere And well there he is And he's doing something special In the moment um, I think this is one of those games Where we need to take it to them And he's probably going to stick With Hollingshead But you know Either one subs in or out We know that we're going to Have a bonus in that second half And you know it's going to be Either one right it, it, It's how it and, you, and you know
0: I say Serge, I say Sergei Did that creation In that last game But then if you look At the very first game Against Alephuelense who fed the assist to Denny? It was Hollington. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, we're, we're blessed in that position, to be honest. Um, and we know they sub for each other every match. It's like 60th minute. We know what's going to happen. We were down to the minute at this point. So, uh, yeah. I, I think we're good either way in that one. Palacios, I don't think there's any emotion there. I think the midfield's the story and what happens with this. I think uh, Sanchez, expect it. Right? He's going to be there if he's healthy. He has to be there. I think Tillman at this point, even though he got beat on that header, he'll learn his lesson and move on. Of course, becomes that one moment, the Sifuentes conversation. Uh, uh, Tony, I know you're ready to, to rip on this one. Is he in? Is he out? And who's your replacement?
2: Realistically, I want him out and put him as a sub. Realistically, What's going to happen is he's going to start if if that's what's going to happen unfortunately um if i were to to replace him with multiple, i would say acosta on limited minutes just to get him back on well and he can probably and he can help ilia and tillman there but i feel like he's starting
1: you do all right just food for thought so you guys know I had to look up the stats on him because I was so infuriated by his performance. I mean, really kind of made me angry like that. That's what we're getting from you, man. You know, you know where you're going. Like we need the old Sifu, his accurate passes. Anybody want to guess that one? Araceli? how accurate do you think his passes were on the day?
3: Not accurate at
1: all. I've never (laughs) seen it this low from a professional athlete. Uh, 68%. If I did that, at the level i played i wouldn't be playing um that to me is is nuts um even more fun a physical match where defense is required where where duels are the show right because you're getting isolated he was only 38% on his duels I, I, that's a liability last time i checked you know you 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 can't hit the 40% um nothing in the air one offer on that uh long balls one of three and he's the guy that you need on counterattacks yeah there's nothing about his play on the day that tells me that that we're gonna get something from him or expect something from him in this game this is rough this is a cup final it's not time to play nice it's not time to play you know play it where well he's loyal he's been there for no it's you need to win you need to win the day there is no tomorrow if you can't perform that something has to give and that his performance i i think anyone we have out there even crucis stoma at this point is going to give us at least something halfway decent as opposed to what we saw at least defensively i'll say that because again you're not winning duels either so what are you doing out there it's it's tough and i hate going at players but in this case i'm sorry too many games in a row yeah we're there i think we're there um araceli would you keep them would you move them what do you think
3: I'm with Tony on this one, realistically. Look in after, especially after hearing those stats, you don't want him to start. But it's it's a similar situation with Hollingshead and Sergi. Who does Dolo trust? And I feel like he trusts Sifu more than he would anyone else, at least at this point for right now. So I, I'm not gonna be surprised if he gets to start.
1: And Luke, I'll go back to you on this.
0: Well, I think I already gave this one away. I want to see Kellen in there, uh, yeah. but I have a bit of a pro-Kellen bias, and I just hope that he's healthy. If he's not, I agree with Araceli and Tony. It's going to be Sifu. I yeah. mean, I would much I would much rather see Duenas, yes, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, he's Steve's not going to start Duenas in the final leg two.
1: It would throw Leon off if they did. I know that much. That would be like the oh my gosh moment. Um honestly, I think if, if Acosta's ready, he's ready. He's going in. I really do. Um, if anything, he'll play minutes. If if he's ready, if he's ready to go, we see him. The start's gonna be tough. I just man, I, I don't feel good with Sifu in there right now. And I, anybody's better. That's where my head's at right now. I just I was it was really a rude awakening. That of course brings us to the top line. I think our our, our givens, of course, are Carlos Vela and Danny Bowanga. Hopefully he's feeling okay after that that rake that he suffered from. Um, I don't know how that's not a red card, but alternate reality, I guess. Uh, yeah, he, he should be good. We know he's good. He's not listed, which brings us to that third option. Of course, was a Poku on the day. Um, Arisole, I go right back to you on this one. Your thoughts about his performance and, and are we going to see him start again?
3: I think there's a great chance that we'll see him start again. Cause uh, again, when it comes to like players like Sifu and Holly Head, Dolo he he seems to be one of Dolo's first picks. But given his performance the last match, I wouldn't put him in there. I would probably put Bogush in his place. But that's just me.
1: There it is, Luke.
0: Yeah, I think I think Opoku gets the start. I actually prefer him as a super sub at like the 60th, 65th fifth minute, because I think he brings a speed and an energy that when you've got all those tired legs out there, he it really sort of helps him get past that next level. Um, I would I agree with Aracelli. I would rather see Bogus get the start, but I, I think it's gonna be Opoku. And I don't dislike that. I just I, I think we saw him not look very good in the first leg. And I don't know why we would expect something different in this leg. But, you know, maybe maybe being back at sea level, maybe being back in friendly confines changes things for him a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, shock to the system, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Just so you know, in terms of pass accuracy, his his was worse than Sifu. Um, We'll just leave it. We'll just leave it at that Um, and made only one shot and it wasn't on target. So there you go. Uh, Tony, I'll go to you. Do you think we're going to see a change there? Is a poker going right back in again?
2: No, I feel like we're gonna make a change, and it's gonna be Bogus. Uh, that's the I, I agree with. uh Luke on that. It's like I feel like Opoku is a great super sub. Old, uh, last year's Opoku would have been perfect to start, but he's not in that form at the moment. He's just more of a uh, energy off the field, off the bench, and like you know, when we need that to run them down, we need to run them down. So I believe Bogus is the proper pick.
1: Yeah, and on stat wise, he was. A little bit better on the passing rate. He was high 70s. Um, And he held the ball for a good period of time, more than I would accept, expect someone to do as you're getting clipped on your ankles constantly. Um, I do give him credit for that. Even BU came in and, and added some energy in this game that others weren't giving. Uh Hard truth on that one, right? Um, But, hey, you're doing the work, you're doing the work. Um, both of them seem to show more than what we got from a Pokemon this game. So I'm open to either at this point, but I'm with you, Tony. I think it's time for bogus to get in there simply because he can hold the ball. We need someone comfortable on the ball at this point. That's, that's not scared to shield and get, get hit a little bit um, and can relay the ball back. Like, honestly, if you don't have something going at least reset and move on. And he at least shows that ability where we weren't getting it from the others. So tough, tough times for us. Uh, what am I expecting from Leon? I, more of the same. Why would it not be right? They're going to flood our midfield again. Cause it worked everything that they did expect to be the exact same thing. So for us, how do you beat that? That's going to be a story. What are you going to do to get better on this and how to deal with it? I do know again, that they're playing a three man back, which they don't Don't do not normally do. Maybe that's where the overloads have to happen stuff through the middle things getting a little funky, going deep into the corners and then drawing them out. Maybe that's what we're going to have to do in this game and get some decent crosses in. Who's more capable of those decent crosses? That's going to be your story and how you do it. I mean, that is why we got that, that counter-attack goal. Where did the ball come from? Oh, yeah, a left back that didn't exist, right? Like, they didn't have one there. And so Palencia got that chance to do what he did because he had a little time on the ball. That's what we have to do. Uh, it worked once down line. What a shock a counterattack. That's functional. will get you a goal. Maybe that's where we're going to get there. Um, Luke, I'm going to throw this to you. What ultimately do you think has to change within our lineup or within our approach? That's going to get us across the line. What's your sign that that, that we've made that move?
0: That we can string together more than four passes in a row. <laughs> I not, and I don't just mean like on the back line. I mean like that we can, that we go in and come back out. That, it looks like, we're actually making a we're figuring out sort of a pattern and shapes and and being able to like get the ball to different guys on the pitch that's to me going to be i mean i'm not i'm not like a, a wizard about about the game i just sort of observe but like i just need to see us look like we can actually possess possess consistently in a way that starts to put the pressure back on on Leon, which we did for a few minutes at like the Mm -hmm. start of the second half we kind of did there for a few minutes but otherwise just every time it looked like we didn't know like we we, the ball would come to us and then just we would you know would go somewhere else and we'd lose it again i need to see that we can settle it down and really kind of put the pressure back on them
1: yeah it didn't pass the eye test right i could throw up all the stats in the world you just had to see it to know that that's not our football that's not our style we lost our way that's for sure. Uh, Arisela, I bring it back to you. What do you need to see change from us? What What are you expecting in this game that's going to be different than the last?
3: I'm hoping to see a little bit of roster rotation. I'm not as hopeful for it, but given that we are back home, back at sea level, I would hope to see some of our, not the not just the regular starters, but just a, a little bit of a rotation is what I'm trying to say in a long-winded way. Um, but other than that... Uh, I agree with Luke. I want to see more of the fast pace, the the sequence, the goal building that we're used to seeing and just creating those chances and taking advantage of those chances because there were so many times where it, you were almost screaming at them just shoot the ball, but of course, Leon forces a turnover. So I'm just really hoping for limited to no defensive errors on this one.
1: Yeah. I mean, keep it simple. That's all we're looking for. Again, you can, you can wing it down line. Again, they're playing, they're playing with three in the back and counting on, on Moreno and Moreno sounds hilarious, but you're counting on them to go back and forth while they're over committing onto your side. Well, that's an opening. Just do it. If it's got to take a long ball to get the job done, I'm sure Danny Buonga can leg a ball down. There were a few really bad passes that he turned into something that wasn't anything in this game that was like, did, I think I yelled at Tony, like, where's that pass going? And then all of a sudden he gets the ball anyway. And like, well, there, there's the closing speed, get it out there. You never know what he's going to do if it's, if it's a run. So I'm with you. Just keep it simple this time. It it, it doesn't take much, especially if they're going to overcommit the way they did. They're not going to try to just hold the lead. I don't expect that at all. So take advantage of that. Uh, Tony, what are you looking at for this one? uh, That's going to change things
2: the midfield to be honest the connecting of the midfield the passing in the midfield is going to be the most important thing because if you like you saw last game we couldn't finish that part of it if we finish that part of it we go back into this game maybe ahead or maybe just tied because there's a bunch of opportunities that could have been been given to us if we just connected that last final pass
1: there it is there it is now seeing how they do overload our the midfield that was their plan this time. What are the chances that one of our strikers is actually going to aim a little bit deeper in their in their approach in this game um, and maybe sacrifice one of the younger guys to do that to release the others? Um, do you think that anything could happen tactically different on our side or we're just going to try to just improve upon our own performances? I'll go right to you, Antonio, on this one.
2: I think we're just trying to try to perf- improve on our, our past performances on this one. Just
1: execute right at the end of the day. There it is, which is why we call the episode Earn It, right? We know they didn't earn it in this match. It wasn't it wasn't what it needed to be, um, and so there we go. Thank you guys for that. I do know there's about 13 comments locked and ready to go, so I did want to throw that out to everybody again. Again, hot takes are highly encouraged. We dig it, guys. Don't hold back. Never hold back. Uh, we want to hear from you, so I'm going to go back to the community for this one to get the rest from them, and then we'll close this one out and get you guys on your way to the final Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go way back and bam. I'm going to throw this one up first. He says, thanks to Luke for joining everyone on today's pod. Um, sorry, I'm stuck at work. Can't be on. Let's get the win on Sunday and lift the CONCACAF champions league. There we go. And yes, Luke, I'm with him on this, man. It's been great having you on dude. And I'm going to thank you a million times before this thing is over too. (laughs) uh david day says Kuva, uh, we saw that one already daniel on hill said march with LASC in the pride parade last year it was actually my first pride life-changing experience and so much fun love it david day says i want to i want that armband to be honest they're giving those out again in which game and hey, we're, we're overdue i for cannot
0: that comment on what will be given away Ah, there we but go. But it's gonna be cool, but it's gonna be cool. You're gonna you're gonna want it.
1: Nice. I don't want to give away too much either. So uh I prefer the mystery in this stuff. Yeah, Tony, what's up?
2: Nothing, nothing. I'll just wait. I'll be patient. Okay.
1: All right. Uh Daniel Anhel says, Everyone seems to think that our hopes hang on Acosta's availability. Uh if he can't start or play ninety, how do we think Steve will approach the roster and rotations? I think we all said it. Sadly, more sad, sad, uh, more of the same. Uh, I think is what everybody's predicting here. Even though we would love to see Dwayneas, yes, I don't think he's got a choice, right? Uh, Daniel On Hill: Do yellow cars get a race between matches? Uh, does it really matter? It's a cup final. Who cares? I mean, they're not sitting on a yellow could get a red for it, right? That's not how the how the sport goes. But could it affect them in the first round of next year? I'm thinking it probably does. I don't think they reset. I think that's just how life is. You get a red card in the final, well, first round, you're going to suffer, right? I, that That's kind of the the norm. Um, MG says, back into this, is Acosta and Murillo at sea level, uh, me being optimistic, I'm with you, man. If we get those two in the lineup, I'm feeling a lot better about things. Um, Daniel Daniel on Hill says no one thinks Bogus can slide him in. He can certainly slide in the mid. That's what he's doing in Europe more than playing up top. His natural role is midfield. We just like him up top. <laughs> that's that. that That's what it's been. But yes, he could definitely slide in the midfield. Take Sifu's position. We just haven't used him in that role very much. So how comfortably is, is he with our lineup doing that? I don't know. We have seen him do this before. It's just not with this current lineup. So it would be the mystery move if we do it. I'm not saying it'd be a bad thing. I think Bogus would be great back there. Just, yeah, are they going to do it? You know, it's we haven't seen it before, so it'd be a little unprecedented.
0: Didn't he uh, play mid when we were at Dignity Health blah, blah, blah uh, a couple of weeks ago? Didn't he? Did they bring him in at mid as a sub? I recall like us hanging down by the seat of our pants for the last 20 minutes of that game. And I mean, I'm not no offense to him. He looked good, but our mid wasn't exactly uh,
1: doing it. Now, apparently, uh, Tony's got a pyro like show going on (laughs) on his side of the the pod here either that or we're going to get a visit by the, the the 42 originals really soon and he's giving us a <laughs> preview i'm not sure not saying it would be really cool to have 42 originals on reach out
2: you know how that works uh <laughs> no i was just uh, blowing out my candle the uh the collaboration that they did with Acosta's candle just to have some
1: oh yes yes the acosta candle so that that's your candle of hope is what you're saying yep to yes. be ready to go
2: Yep, signed by him and everything. So there's a couple of still, probably still at the HQ that are signed by him. So there, there you we go. Are.
1: There we are. The hope. The hope. All right. Velez, Mr. Velez says, Danny Vela Bogush, as sub. Uh, his passing was horrible, too. So there it is. Uh, we will, I yeah, will see. We will see, uh, MG picking Gwyneth over Fuf- Sifu is kind of crazy. It would be a huge moment and a good story, but would be a gamble. It's a gamble, but it's a cup final, right? Gambles do happen. Um, we'll see, but man, Sifu has got to turn it around guys. It, it's gotta be a big, a big turnaround by him. Is he capable? Yes. He just hasn't shown it for about a month now. I'd say maybe more than that. So we need something special from him in a cup final. Carlos C. If Acosta is healthy, Sifuentes off the bench, we're going to need hold-up play, so uh, Mati should start and Mahala off the bench. There he goes. So he's about Bogush there. Nice, nice. Uh, Carlos C. Question for everybody. Does Leon come out with a three-man backline again, or do they try to go protect the lead and more of a four-man or five-man backline? Their typical setup is the four four two playing heavy on the wings and they cut in on you or they go around you and get a good cross in scoring at distance is something they like to do. And so they do like to bring the ball up to the top of the box and, and, and basically fire from distance. And they, it does work. They're really good at the top of the box. So if you give them an open shot, trust me, you're going to dig it out of the net. That's what they normally do in this case. They saw our three man midfield and overloaded. That's exactly what the tactic was, was to was to basically scramble us, throw us off, change up the game plan. It was good tactics. It was good coaching. And and we were left scrambling and down a goal in the eighth minute. We found ourselves as the game progressed, not as well as we'd like to, but it worked. So it's hard to say that it's going to change any. Also, lessons learned. They came here with a 2-0 lead. They lost 3-0. I can't see them coming out and getting risky in this one and getting caught in a foot race with us. Do I think they're going to overload the midfield? Yes, they're going to do it again because it worked. Do I think they're going to throw all the numbers up all the time? No, I don't. I would think that their outside mids will play a little deeper than last time and pick and choose on what side they're on and whether they're going to go up. That's what I think is going to happen. But is it going to be the same? Yes, because it worked. At any time, they could have six guys clogging the midfield. Why would you not do that against three? What does that also mean? You have openings elsewhere if they can ping the ball faster. Accuracy counts. So Sifu can can quickly let the ball go to a corner while these guys close in on him. You just broke their whole system, but he's got to do the job, and that's where he's not doing the job. That's what's killing us here. Any of the guys, they weren't, they just weren't doing it. So we'll see what they do. Um, you know, again, it's our performance, it's us earning it, it's our execution to break what they're doing. We just have to be quicker with it and accurate with it to make that happen. I hope I answered that well enough. (laughs) Ben him Martinez says be so much better at defending set pieces. Again, I, I don't get it. And I hate going on a soapbox and going crazy about this. I'm going to sound like the old guy. Why is it not cool to put people on the post anymore? Why is that not the sexy thing to do these days? I want to know, like it worked for years. You're now laying guys across the back of a, a, of a wall. So now you have a player prone doing nothing because, you know, you might shoot it one time underneath the, but on a play that's pretty much guaranteed to go in. If they get the header, you, you sacrifice that on a corner kick. I will never understand. I don't get it. I will never get why you would leave your posts open. I think it's dumb, especially in a final session you're chasing. I, I I don't get it. Um Tony, I mean your thoughts on this. I know they're going to say counterattack, but what's the point of a counterattack if you're dead ball out of your net? I don't get it.
2: No, I don't know. As, I as a I've always liked someone just on the posts in case cuz it's always the last that's always the last saving person to like save a goal I've seen it so many times that I don't know. It's just the change of times, the change of styles and everything like that. So you know how it goes. It's just the new trend and always and people just follow it.
1: You know, they have a guy by the name of Mana that can that can cross a ball and hit a postage stamp. Really, he is accurate on his crosses. You would think, you would think he would work around that. And I mentioned it before, and I'll mention it again. Thank you, Benjamin, for, for, for throwing that out there because yeah, I don't get it. It's just unacceptable to me. I'll go forever on this one. But you're right. They got to get smarter with the dead balls uh mg who knows if i were them if it ain't broke don't fix it the moment the foot comes off the gas is usually when bad things happen flashbacks for them uh michael not mike 805 says guten tag prefer to see tillman over sifo and and uh Bo, he says interesting interesting michael um i definitely gonna see tillman out there again he will recover I guarantee he recovers from this. He's lost. He's he's learned his lesson, that's for sure. And he'll be smarter with it. You know this already. Um, yeah, Sifu's our story. Uh, Michael's also saying uh, Bogush over a Poku. There it is. Dave's keeping it simple, says bring home the cup. Benjamin also says, right. And how about defending set pieces? Oh, he went back on there again. Uh, <laughs> I get you. I get you. Uh, Michael says by the way let's go LAFC and the 3252 We'll be there we'll show up Jose Bernal will be there he's going to be there He told me 7am Right. He did say that to me earlier today So uh, yeah he's ready He'll be there You know how it works for Jose Also traveling from Leon too He was there he was one of those few out there That making it happen The 500 strong uh, that's what we had out there So there you go um, he says, we got this Let's go LSC black and gold. Uh, Sifu needs a chunkless spanking. I didn't say that. Jose said that, um, says, see you guys on Sunday and Daniel on This is a great way to close out the comments of the day. Well said, sir. Everybody belongs in LA. I oh, love the scarf. There we go. From Luke showing the amazing pride Republic scarf Everybody belongs in L.A. And I think that is the best way possible to end the comments today. So thank you, everybody, uh, for contributing. Keep doing it every episode. We love what you guys have to say. It's, again, it's special being in this community. Keep it up, everybody. All right. So let's move this on. Of course, uh, tradition dictates when we close these shows out, of course, the thank you, as we always will and always do. Talk about final comments of the day. It's always a big one. Um, I think for this episode, definitely I'm going to have Luke uh, do it right before I go off, because I know he's got a few things he definitely wants to add on. So I'm going to go to Tony, who was the first to log in today. Uh, Tony, your uh, final comments
2: today. Um, final comment is drink responsibly. Yes, it's an early tailgate, but doesn't mean to go super hard in the first couple hours. I know that's a thing sometimes. So drink responsibly. Also, um, be prepared to go full ninety. It there it is. hundred <laughs> percent. That's all I have to say is go full ninety. I was allowed. I was allowing people to go not full ninety at the watch party just because. There was no dramas, but it's also like I could have done acapella, but it's like, all right, we didn't use this energy for this watch party. So I want all this energy that we didn't use in the North End. So full 90, go hard. Be respectful. This is the one thing I'm going to say. Be respectful to our supporters, the team, and the opposite team. Um, There has been a couple incidents where people have been throwing cups onto the field. Please don't be that a-hole. Please stop that. That's something that you need to stop, and you will get kicked out and probably banned from the stadium if you if we if we catch you. And mind you, there are cameras up there, so we can probably find you anyway. So be the smart guy. If you're if you're gonna do the beer showers, just throw up in the air, and that's it. Do not throw the cup because we will find you, and that's a no. And on top of that, you know it's okay not to be okay. Reach out to a friend. Reach out to anyone, especially honestly, especially during Pride Month, this is a, also a better aspect because in the in the LGBT plus community, it's also a very, you know, depression and like suicide rates is always a big thing with them as well because it's hard to come out and it's hard to, you know, have people accept them. Even if you don't know, they will accept you or not. It's just like a very awkward thing to talk about and, you know, they don't know who to, to reach out to. So if you have that, just reach out to anyone who you trust and know that you're in a safe community around people no matter where you are. So, and, and in general, just if you you know play video games, watch a movie. Watch the new Spider-Man movie that just came out. If you want something just laughable and can just watch, watch the new Fast and the Furious movie, which there's going to be two more of them. God, just kill the series. Love the series, but just kill the series. Um, and on top of that, um, that's it.
1: Well said, Tony. Uh, again, look out for each other at the end of the day. Critical. Um, and in terms of the culture, giving your all definitely give your all y'all got a break during the watch party. I expect better. I expect better for the final. You're rested now. Um, and if you're not sure about the songs, guess what? We have a solution for that too. Cause there's going to be a drum circle at the tailgate. Yeah, I said it. So guess what? You get some practice in beforehand. So there are no excuses for not knowing what to do. Araceli, I'm throwing it over to you. Your final comments
3: today. I'm just wishing for everybody to have fun, to be safe. Be cautious of your surroundings. Make sure you have a way to the stadium and back home. Don't worry, I'm not going to be in my soapbox too long about this. But just really, you know, protect each other, watch each other, and just please don't be a jerk. It's it's truly that simple. And I know I always say that I wish I could be there with you guys. I feel like it's becoming my catchphrase at this point. Don't worry, I will be back in town soon. But other than that, just have fun, enjoy the game. And also too, a big thank you to Luke for joining us. It's always great to chat with you.
0: (laughs)
1: Without a doubt, which brings us to Luke, your final thoughts, sir.
0: First, thank you for letting me come on the show. As a longtime listener, devoted listener, I am so excited to get to be here and be with all of you and be with our family who's with us tonight on this late Friday night, or for some of you early Saturday morning. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, I want to echo everything that Tony and Araceli already said, uh, bring the respect, but bring the noise, uh, you know, I sit in the south, the southwest corner. Uh, and I will be losing my voice Sunday night, I promise you. And I will, if I need to, be turning around and yelling at everyone in our section to get up on their <laughs> feet and cheer. Uh, I love echoing back what the North End brings. as we can. It's loud and clear to us on the other end of the stadium. I know it's loud and clear to everyone in the North End. So, I, you know, everyone who's going to be there, I know, I know it's expensive. I know it's a big deal. I know it's a lot of work. But, like, this is it. This is, this is like what we've been working toward for all these years. Yeah, MLS Cup, but like this is an international trophy. When are we ever going to get this chance again to clinch something like this in our stadium? So like bring it, bring it, because you're going to want to know that you were part of helping make that happen. Um, and then as far as Pride Month, because that's sort of where my head's at too. Um, I already talked about all this stuff going on, but like one of the things we said on our on one of our last episodes was, for people who are LGBTQ, come out, be visible. And if you're not, be an ally. Uh, allyship means more than you will ever know. You will never know who is going to feel like, aha, this is a space where I can be, where I can, where I'm welcome, where I am embraced, where I'm supported. Tony talked about that game in 2019. That forever changed me, being at that game. And what the 3252 did and being a part of that. And that is why I'm here tonight. That's why I'm st- still sporting the black and gold. That's why I'm the president of the Pride Republic and I'm organizing folks while I'm doing my own pot. like it is that stuff changes people and that changes lives, right? Hearts and minds of people's lives. So if you can be an ally, be a visible ally. I saw someone mention the rainbow armbands, like you know, whatever it is for you that you can help be that, be part of that change that's what i want so thank you for having me on the show really appreciate it it's been
1: an absolute honor luke really um we 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 love to see what you've done so far we know that pride is in amazing hands um we we see it everyone sees it um how far how far things have gone and how far they will go um and we're just going to keep building that's what we're going to do um I can't wait to hear the, you know, the details about the events as they come up, as they prepare. We'll definitely be here to promote everything coming out. Um, We look forward to talking about it. That is for certain. Keeping up the tally. Definitely, definitely on the comments. Every time you get a chance, like throw up the tally. We want the reminders too. Uh, It's good. And of course, anytime you want to come on just ask you're, you're, you're always, the door is always going to be open. We love having you on. We, we had a blast here. We had a blast on the community pod. Um. And so, yes, you're, you're one of us now you're out. You're stuck. You're one of us. You're, you're part of the heart of LAFC now. Um. And, and forever, you know, this is our community. Thank you, brother, for doing all that you do. Um. Enjoy the festivities this weekend. I know you're up for a good one this weekend, so have a good one. Um, we can't wait to see it and of course recover well enough on Sunday so we can get this cup and uh I know you're gonna you're gonna be ready for it. So thank you. Thank you so much, Luke. Um on my end, I'm gonna throw this at everybody. This, and I'm not saying this to be over the top, this is the biggest match in club history. At the moment, you have to understand that this is our biggest chance. Only two other clubs have won an international competition like this from MLS. Only one did it in this difficult format. So we are making history if we can pull this off. We qualify for two major tournaments if we do this. This is as big as it gets. This is bigger than MLS Cup. I know how much we love the Cup. Trust me, we're all wearing stars everywhere. But this is different. This is different. This is international stage. We were dreaming of Manchester City. But that means nothing unless you can get past Leon. So this is it. This is the moment. This is our chance. So look at it this way. Leave everything out there. Just like we expect our players to do. I expect it. We expect it. The community expects it from you. If you're in that stadium, leave everything out there. Come back. Broken voices. Does not matter. Give it your all. Make it the loudest game we've ever experienced at at BMO. This is the moment. Do it. In the meantime, also keep your heads Stay golden as we always do. What do we mean by that? Show the colors properly. Be that example that everybody wants to be with the LASC community. This is your chance. So to all of you, we love y'all. We can't wait to see you this Sunday. Let's get the job done. Of course, before we walk away, the final comment will always be the final comment. Tony.
2: Stay golden, Los Angeles.
1: Aricelli.
3: Stay golden. Luke, stay
0: golden.
1: And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a
0: rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the and Gold is taking over.